Welcome back, everybody, to the Young Adult Audio Podcast. This is chapter 18 of the novel, The Immortal Mage Chronicles. Um, The book is almost done, and if you are interested in supporting the author, Maria Grant, the book is on Amazon, Kindle, Um, So definitely check it out, The Immortal Mage Chronicles. If you are new, welcome to the podcast. I am reading from the book, The Immortal Mage Chronicles, and we are on chapter 18, Knight in Shining Armor. Leo, right? Professor Lyman stops the teen. Leo nods. Yep, that's me. Leo points to himself. Did you need something? Do you know if your girlfriend has been saying something to the headmistress? Lyman's smile is bright and wide, but it doesn't reach his eyes. It's all a facade. Leo can see right through it now. How have I missed this before? Leo can't help but to think. There's nothing about Professor Lyman that's genuine. He claims to be a simple natural science teacher, but he leads a research club. He teaches spellcasting 101 to the year 13s, and he has a wealth of knowledge about forbidden magic that he claims to have no ties to. It's clearly magic that only druids utilize. It doesn't add up. But Leo has never had a reason to add it all up before. But now that Callista is involved. Leo? Professor Lyman calls his name like he's getting irritated. And it makes the black-haired teen blink out of his thoughts. The hallway is empty. And Leo feels a little bit cornered right now. He rubs at his left elbow and shifts his weight to make himself feel more secured in case he has to run. Uh, Leo looks around and wishes anyone would come right now and cause a distraction. Huh? That's a classic response from when you hear something, but you need just a little bit more time to come up with a lie. Huh? What did you ask? He further clarifies. (laughs) Never mind. Lyman gives a tight-lipped smile. Warn Calissa that I've been playing nice up until now. But if she wants to stick her mother on me, then the gloves are coming off. Wait now. Leo's fears are out of the window. That sounds like a threat. Leo isn't a fighter. At all. But he will get some good punches in if he has to fight his teacher. Where are Trevor and Chase when you need them? The way those two work out, they can definitely throw some punches. Of course, it wasn't a threat. Porter pops up out of nowhere and pats Lyman on the shoulder as he smiles to Leo. The poor teen is so confused to even question when Porter decided to sneak up. Leo feels so out of his depth right now. Our good old professor here is just enacting a script I wrote for research. I want to see how students respond to threats by teachers. Right, Leo deadpans. Am I supposed to believe that? Or should I pretend to believe it so I can make my escape? Leo points to the left and starts inching that way. It would be great if you were to leave right now. Porter's smile is gone, and there's no hint of a friendly tone left. 
Leo remembers Zink's warning about keeping his head down, so he does. He nods to Porter and basically runs away as he's fleet. As he's fleeing, he can hear a locker being punched. Leo's just glad it wasn't his face. He goes to his dorm. As he's entering, Zink is eating celery on the bed, and Abigail is brushing her hair in her stand-up mirror. Leo raises a questioning brow to the celery, and Zink shrugs as he gestures to Abigail. <sighs> Am I getting fatter to you? Abigail lifts up her shirt to reveal her flat stomach. The girl pats on her stomach twice and then pinches her sides. My pants are fitting more snug than before. Bro, don't answer. Zing shakes his head in warning. Abigail whips around and glares. Not now, Abigail. Leo sighs. For one thing, I don't care what size you are, as long as you're healthy. The fact that you can't even go up a flight of stairs without panting leads me to believe you could do with some cardio. Yikes. Zink chews hard on his celery and whistles. Leo the lion is worn today, huh? I know. Leo sighs. He didn't mean it in the way it came out just now, but Leo was a bit rattled. He can't help it. Being polite doesn't even seem like a valuable option at the moment. He sits on the bed and stares at Zink. Alright, spill. Abigail hugs as she places her hands on her hips. You're being a douche right now and sighing a lot. <sighs> Calissa's mom must have confronted Professor Lyman, despite her saying that she wouldn't. Leo starts off. He trapped me today in the hallway and asked me if my girlfriend went to her mother about him. Uh, I thought he didn't know Calissa was the headmistress's daughter, Abigail frowns. Yeah, I'm thinking we've been wrong about a lot of things, actually. Zink places the celery on the bed, right? Leo agrees. Because I was playing dumb and it aggravated him. He warned me to warn her that he was done playing nice. Yeah, shit. Zink's eyes get big. No way. Abigail covers her mouth in shock. He always seemed so nice. Nah, that was just a front. Leo recalls the sinister eyes he just faced down. I saw his through his disguise today. And that's not all. Ah, oh, but wait, there's more. Abigail jokes. Zink shakes his head and she shrugs. Sorry, continue. Well, Leo begins explaining. Porter showed up out of the blue. Oh, this just keeps getting better, Zink groans. Tell me about it, and I was there, Leo complains as well. He defends the professor with some bullshit excuse, and I call him out on it and ask him if I'm supposed to pretend like it's not a bullshit excuse, and he just gets all weird. Like how? Abigail seems very invested in this story. Well, he glares at me and basically tells me I should leave right away. Leo notices the slight tremor in his left hand. He balls up a fist to get it to stop. Properly freaked me out. I'm convinced he was the one that made Christina leave. His aura was completely different. So cold. Um, that's frightening, Abigail mumbles. Yeah, share your sentiments, Leo agrees. And I was the one standing right there in front of him. I didn't think I was going to make it out alive. Well, it confirms Porter and Lyman are working together. Zinc points with a celery stick. But working together for what? 
Leon asks a rhetorical question. That's what we should figure out. Uh, no. Abigail protests. I don't want to be in fear of my life like Christina. She literally ran away. But Lyman is obsessed with Calissa for some reason. Leo feels like shouting. I can't just sit back and allow my girlfriend to be a sitting duck. And you would rather the rest of us to be sitting ducks in her place? Abigail shouts. The room is quiet. Leo feels like shaking the redhead in front of him. Come on now. Don't be stupid, Abigail. Zing states. Leo doesn't want anyone to get hurt. But as it stands, Calissa is a prime target right now. I'm tired of hearing her name. Abigail says in disgust, Calissa this, Calissa that. I haven't stopped hearing her name since she randomly showed up. It's annoying as hell. And now what? How are you planning on protecting her? Hmm? I'd love to hear your ideas. Obviously, I don't have any ideas of it yet. But I'm working on it, Leo frowns. Right, and while you work on an idea, let's just help none of our other friends are kidnapped because of Calissa. Abigail tilts her, tilts her head and gives a fake smile. If you need me, I'll be all surviving. Abigail leaves and slams the door behind her. We have to stop letting her come into our room. Loyal sighs as he lays down the bed. Bro, she must have a key. She was in here before I was, Zink responds. She forced this damn celery on me because she's, because apparently her getting fatter has something to do with my diet. Leo laughs suddenly. He can't control it. <laughs> what? Leo holds his stomach to control the pain from laughing. That makes no sense. Eh, it's Abigail. Zink states like the name alone explains everything. Nothing she does makes sense. <sighs> You know, Zink, Lil gets serious. I'm afraid that Professor Lyman is unraveling. Uh, based on what you experienced today, bro, I wouldn't blame you for thinking that way. Zink responds. Any thoughts? If I were asking Chase's siblings for advice, they would suggest pressing Lyman's buttons until he folds. Lil thinks out loud. But if he really is dabbling in forbidden magic, or working with druids, it could mean harm for us. Then let's think of this as a puzzle. Zink gets this feeling in the pit of his stomach. It's joy. Putting the pieces together makes him happy. It's equivalent to a dog with hunting instincts. It's just embedded within him. Okay then, Loyal nods. There have to be two sides at play. Loyal begins to think about it. Bradley and Maurice. Then there's Porter and Lyman, right? Zink nods. Porter knows about hexes and has been researching them. Lyman is in charge of the research club and is known to hold a vast bit of knowledge in all things forbidden magic. Exactly, Leo points. He just whipped out that spell for Calissa to use to track Trevor. No other professor here could do that so easily. It was a blood spell for Christ's sake. Alright, if we're thinking that Lyman is dabbling in forbidden magic, then he must have ties to the druids. Zink taps on his chin. If he has ties to the druids, then Porter does as well. So druids on one side, and that leaves us with Bradley. 
That spell he performed in the woods, Leo recalls. Calissa said his eyes turned blue. That can only mean one thing. Right. Zinc is already there. If Lyman is related to the Druids, then Bradley must be related to the Immortals. Oh, fuck. Leo gasped, and it suddenly feels harder to breathe. Anyone powerful enough to be an Immortal? Why would you hide in the school? The Immortal Covens are very rare and hard to find. But it makes sense, though, Zinc points out. The twins said he has no history. Probably because he's extremely old, and all those rings are probably limiters. He must be squashing his power a bit so he can blend in. But why? Leo stresses. What does he have to gain by pretending to be a student again? The only thing I can think of is Calissa, Zing says more to himself than a Leo. But that doesn't make any sense, Leo shakes his head. He would have had to know that she was coming here. He started school here way before Calissa did. Just another piece to the puzzle. Zink leans his head back on the bed. Then again, we could be wrong about all of this. I don't think so. Leo says in a low tone like he's thinking. We're missing some information, but we have the gist of it. I firmly believe that. Oh, which is horrible when you think about it, Zink groans. If we're right, then the Druids and the Immortals are fighting over Calissa. I know being a necromancer is rare, but there has to be more. Something we're missing. Leo is growing frustrated. It's like the answer to everything is staring him right in the face, and yet he's still missing it. <laughs> Funny. I used to think that she could have been an immortal herself, Zink admits. Bradley thought so as well. I think he's still convinced she's an immortal. No way, Leo whispers. He wants to deny it, but then again, it's possible. She has all those blockers on to keep her necromancer abilities at bay. Who is to say they aren't also acting as blockers for her immense power as well? But then that means... Yeah, I can see you're thinking. Zinc breaks Leo's thoughts. It means her grandmother has lied to her for all those years. It means Calissa grew up in an abusive environment for nothing. It means that that girl has so much self-hatred that it's destructive. And all for what? A lie? I really hope that's not the case. Leo isn't even sure who he's pleading to right now, but he's pleading. This information could very well destroy what little faith Calissa still has left. Just as Leo says this phrase, there's a knock on the door. The door handle jiggles and then pops Porter's head. Zinc reacts first, but pushing Porter out of the door and by pushing Porter out of the door and locking it. The door lock proceeds to unlock immediately and Zink locks it back again. Zink jumps off the bed and helps to hold the door as Porter keeps unlocking with the lock. <laughs> You're really pissing me off, Zink, Porter growls. Then stop trying to break into our room then, Zink warns. We both know I can get in easily. Porter does some type of spell and Zink and Leo are blasted back as if hit by a sudden gust of wind. Like that. Porter glares at the two as if he's not intruding in on their personal space. <clears throat> oh, why are you here? Zink is the first to gain his composure. Zink knows he looks bored, but it's just a facade. Internally, he's freaking 
out right now. Porter always seems so happy, but his face right now is turned up in his scowl. There's no peaceful aura about it. It's worse than Jekyll and Hyde. That's, a, that's an interesting question, Porter laughs, because I'm wondering why the two of you are having some little powwow in your dorm room, discussing things that don't concern you. Calissa is our friend. Leo frowns. Anything detailing with her is going to concern us. I suggest you forget she even existed, Porter states. What does that mean? Leo takes a step forward and has Zinc hold his arm back. Be careful, Zinc warns. He's threatening Calissa. Leo points. Oh, I'm not threatening anyone, Peter Porter scoffs. I'm merely giving you a warning. You can be an idiot if you like and not listen, but you'll end up like Amy. What happened to Amy? Zink puts Leo behind him subconsciously. Who is Amy? Leo's mind draws a blank. The girl who was working for Orphis. Zink whispers, you know, the rude one who sat at our table at lunch. Of course you know. Porter huffs in disbelief. Let me guess. You had a vision. And if I did? Zink shrugs. This is why I like you. Porter wipes his finger. You're not a seer, but a prophet. All of your visions come true, yes? Even the future ones, you see, because I've been looking for another prophet to, re to, to replace my current one of Cyan. A prophet? Zinc? Leo points to his friend. He'd never heard of that before. Prophets and seers are similar. But what sets them apart is that what a prophet sees is always true. They are known as the eyes of destiny. Leo has no idea why he never thought of it before. I wouldn't know if I was a prophet. Zink deadpans. Then you are merely stupid. Porter sighs in frustration. <sighs> While they're all fighting over that Calissa girl, there's prime realty right in front of me. You are what we should be fighting over. A prophet right here in the school. How rare. There are only five of you left. Yes. Prophets are rare for a reason. They are killed, sold, kidnapped, and tortured for absolute visions of the future. People used to hire them to see about cheating spouses, country leaders, invasions, etc. They were rounded up and killed years ago. Now it's rare for them to be around at all. Prophets didn't need an item to get... Prophets don't need an item to get a vision. They can get one off of anything and anywhere. Like Zink. Holy shit, you're a prophet. Leo shouts. Shh. Porter hushes him. Tell the world, why don't you? Why would you need a prophet anyways? Zink questions, curious. Who wouldn't? Porter has his untrustworthy smile on his face that makes Leo's skin crawl. Who wouldn't what? You a lot of questions as she and Tommy walk into the room like the only place. Leo lets out a sigh of relief. Porter doesn't stand a chance against the twins. Who wouldn't miss these two? Porter claps his hands. I just got word from headmistress. They're putting in a request to drop out of school. Porter's eyes are cold again. Interesting. I never heard that. Tommy tilts his head in a calculating way. You wouldn't be spreading false rumors, now would you? Me? <laughs> Porter fake laughs. Of course not. Uh, you must have misheard. Leo says with a shaky voice. Well, we aren't leaving the school. 
Oh, really? Porter blinks as if he has no idea what Leo is doing right now. Be careful, then, when the student is going missing, you wouldn't want to end up in any danger. Porter leaves and Leo collapses on the bed. Oh my god, that was so frightening. Leo groans. He just threatened us like it was nothing. And he said what happened to Amy could happen to us. And I don't even know what happened to her. Wait. If we thought Amy was with Orphis. And that he's with the Druids. Then why would Porter want to harm her? Zinc frowns. Leo glares. Oh man, come on. Stop thinking. Leo complains. And we never said that he was with the Druids. Oh. Zinc comes. Maybe I just thought of him. Okay, you two. Tommy places his hands on his hips. Spill. Leo's the one to talk. He explains everything. The twins absorb the information like sponges. Yeah, we thought Calissa was an immortal as well. Tommy looks to his sister. We're still convinced she is. But my concern is that if the Druids really want her to join them, they'll recruit her tonight or tomorrow. Yolanda talks as she looks at her brother. What? Leo is alert and feels like his body is on fire at the same time. His heart has n never pumped so hard and fast in his life. How do you know that? Druids like joining under... Druids like to do their joining ceremony on a full moon. Tommy leans against the wall as he folds his arms over his chest. Lanita Blood sacrifice had pleaded Mother Nature to grant them enhanced powers. I'm sure they'll just use a new recruit. That's horrid. Zinc gags. The vision you saw are the people willingly sacrificing themselves. Eli looks to Zinc. We did a bit further investigation on that. Druids were definitely involved. We're still trying to find out why they had to be branded. We think a demon worshiping cult is behind it, but who's to say? Wait, there are many different druid covens, correct? Leo asks. Of course. Tommy nods all over the world. And not all of them are bad, but... But most of them share the ideology that it's okay to sacrifice people and things in order to gain more power and get what you want. And this localized group has their eyes set on Calissa, huh? Leo frowns. My first girlfriend, and she's the hot ticket item for Jewels and Immortals. Great. Uh, don't look so down when you say that. Yolanda slaps him on the side of the head. She's probably frightened right now, growing up thinking you're a nobody when in reality you're an incredibly unique. It's a lot to dig in. You're right, Leo agrees. She goes see her then. If the Druids are looking to pick her up soon, then Porter will probably be making his moves sooner rather than later. Be careful, Tommy warns. Definitely, Leo knows this. What he doesn't know is what Amy did to get on Porter's bad side and why, why is Professor Lyman in such a hurry that he is revealing his true colors. It's like he's rushing against a clock or something, a countdown only he knows about. It's concerning. As Leo brings out his phone to text Calissa, he runs into Chase. Leo's friend is eating an ice cream cone while waving. Man, this is so good. Chase holds up the ice cream and Leo waves him off. I'm good, bro. Leo declines. I'm about to go find Calissa. Cool. Chase continues to eat. I'm headed to my room to check on Trevor. He was really tired these past couple of days. Really? Leo furrows his brows. I didn't think there was anything wrong. It's been subtle, but I can tell, Chase explains. 
It might have to do with our fight, but I'll go keep an eye out for him. Alright, keep me posted, Leo says as he checks his phone. Calissa says she's in her dorm, so he heads to the Eastern Building and goes to Lauren Hall, where she resides. He arrives to her door, and she opens after the first knock, making a path for him to enter. Hey, Leo. Calissa goes to her bed and grabs her phone before handing it to Leo. Look at this. You won't believe it, but my dad is asking me to go to an abandoned cabin in the woods tonight. Says he has some things to explain to me. Leo is surprised by the text and hands the phone back to Calissa. What are you going to do? Leo wants to know. He's been making your grandmother sick, right? That's what she's convinced, yes? Calissa nods. But if he's innocent, I want to know. I need to know. At least I want to know why. Am I childish for thinking that way? She looks conflicted. Of course not. Leo assures her. You spent your whole life being lied to and abandoned by your mother. Having your loving father in your life means a lot to you. How could you not want to hope for the best in him? Will you come with me? Calissa looks hesitant and asking. Truthfully, Leo wants to say no. He doesn't want Calissa to go either, but he knows she's going to go either way. So she can at least be with him to protect her if need be. Hey, just call me your knight in shining armor, Leo jokes. More like a knight in jeggings, but I get the point. Calissa deadpans. Ooh, she's got jokes today. Leo smiles. I'll have you know these skinny jeans are in style right now. Of course they are, baby, of course. Calissa cues. Leo laughs and bumps shoulders with her. She returns to the movement. Leo brings on his films and snaps some pictures of the two of them together in his eyes. He knows that in a couple of hours, something is about to happen. He just hopes it'll all work out in the end.